from ASE certified expert technicians to new smart services that keep you connected. Pep Boys Auto Service and Tire Centers keep your ride humming. Open seven days a week. Pep Boys, we go further to help you go farther. Boost your mood in New Jersey. Surprise yourself with new wonders. Stroll beaches and boardwalks. Discover places to dine and catch up with friends. See inspiring art, culture, and history, too. Savor sea breezes and explore all the treasures nature has waiting for you. Rise to the call of adventure or catch a wave into the ocean blue. Find it all at visitnj.org. Welcome, Boxing Shit 11, or Boxing Chick, depending on your preference. Anyway, Joshua here, along with Boz, holding it down from Norway. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah, can't complain, of course. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, as you see, it's nice and sunny here, so hopefully this uh, maintains, but mm. we'll see. We're here to talk some boxing, and last night we had a lot of good action. Multiple cards, in all actuality, even had a, a little bit going on on Friday as well. But of course, yeah. the big event, the big fight, the one for all the marbles, all the, the marbles biggie. at 154 <laughs> pounds, was the undisputed championship fight rematch that is against between Jamel Charlo and Brian Castano of Argentina, and it turned out to be. I would say a 154-pound classic in some sense because they both gave and took and they both brought their A-game 100% and neither wanted to give in, and it made for a great viewing experience. I don't know if you were able to catch that yet, given the time difference, but uh, if you have seen highlights or whatever, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I wasn't able to see the entire fight yet, but I hopefully will. But I've seen the highlights, and yeah, it looks like a really, really good fight, very aggressive. And uh, I saw that, uh, well, Castaño had some success early on. Uh, he had a he had a big left hook in round. I don't know which round, three or four or something. I don't okay. Know. At the end of the round, you know, which kind of shook Jamel. But after that, he kept, you know, rushing in and getting tagged by big counter shots uh, yeah. from Jamel Charles. And that was like a mistake because he he did say he didn't want to leave it to the judges this time. So he was, a, he was obviously really, really, you know... He really wanted to put Jermel away to, put, to stop him. He was a little bit too eager, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that he paid for the price, of course, in the end. And that was a really nice, uh, those punches that Jermel connected with to put him away were really good, uh, impressive. And yeah, just yeah. an impressive performance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were well-placed punches without a doubt. And uh, Castaño, as game as he was at that particular stage, those took uh, the fight out of him in a sense. And yeah, way we were treated to, as I said, a modern classic in terms of uh, what we've seen at 154 pounds. Yeah. And this division is, you know, not one of the original divisions. So therefore, there's still a lot of trailblazing history to be made. So this was the yeah. first unification of the four belt era outside of Clarissa Shields doing it for the women's side. I'll throw that out there as well because she was able to secure the all of the belts as well. Uh, but Ch- Charlo, hey, he put on a performance. And you know what? Mm. He's knocking at that pound-for-pound door. He's right there in contention. As a matter of fact, I'm 
gonna yeah. take a look at what how I would shake things out, but I think he's right there, top ten, because he's yeah. all to be fought at one hundred and fifty four pounds, or at least just about uh, at this particular stage. And uh, he look, doesn't look like he's uh, gonna leave the division very soon because he weighed in at one fifty two. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. So it wasn't like on the spot, you know. Which would kind of indicate maybe that he had problems making weight, but he doesn't. So that's good because maybe in future, even <laughs> we can see a fight with him and uh, Errol Spence, even you know, if he oh, should yeah. move up. That would be great, you know. But uh, still, at 154, we got other really good uh, potential opponents like Fundora and uh, Tim Tsu. Oh, yeah. And uh, that guy, Israel Madrimo, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was chatting about that last night as far as, uh, you know, I had came on for a quick sort of reaction to the fight in itself in the aftermath. And, yeah, I did bring up uh, Sebastian Fundora. He's one of those guys that I think would certainly be a player in a problem at 154 yeah. pounds as far as the landscape right now. Yeah, I would say, yeah, him for sure. The Jamel Charlo Castaño still deserves his – not in respect as you know, mm-hmm. arguably, or maybe the second best at 154 pounds. And then I think Sebastian Fendora is right there because he has yeah. a unique look, he has a unique body, a unique style. He doesn't fight like you would think he would at his length, yeah. size, and length. Yeah. He doesn't box that much, <laughs> no, he is just... truly. Yeah, yeah, gets in there and brawls, slugs it out. And yeah. uh, I think that's type of pressure throughout a fight, which has been the case for all of his fights. Yeah. It's going to make it tough for even, you know, a guy like Castaño or a guy like Jamel Charlo. Yeah, as I said, he kind of reminds me of Tommy Hearns, even though he's even taller. But anyway, you know, he, yeah, yeah. Tommy usually really towered about others at 154 and was just like, you know, bombing them out. Even yeah. though he had a bigger punch, but still, you know, there is there are some certain similarities in both their styles and the way they are, they were built and all that. You know? So yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Both of them, yeah, they throw a lot of punches. They look to go in for the kill, yeah. per se, whenever they see that they have someone hurt. So yeah, they they do make things interesting. Now I do. Yeah. You know, I did a video, I mentioned this, I did a video on Sebastian Pandora just kind of looking at his career thus far. And for the most part, he's been able to outthrow almost everyone except for one guy, Sergio Garcia, but he still won that yeah. fight. But he was um, outlanded in one of his fights, at least according to CompuBox standards, and that was a guy by the name of Jamonte Clark. He's like 14-2. Yeah. and two. He's a solid uh, fighter, um, yeah, not a superstar star or anything of that nature, but he's a good, solid fighter. Mm. And he really, um, you know, he, he put some pressure on Fandora with his boxing and everything, and that was the one fight of his career. And it was uh, it was early on, a few years back, you know, or might have been around 2017 or something like that, 2017 oh, yeah. or 2018. Uh, but he's the only one who have outlanded – Fandori, according to CompuBox standards, so he saw some success, uh, somewhat in that fight. So maybe a guy like that who can really box, and I think you got to have power. You got to be able to hurt Fandori, which mm. Lugan was able to do, but it's just yeah. like, uh, 
that's what I w- wanted to say because that uh, may not be a very good uh, sign uh, for Fundora in a future fight with Charlo, but because Lubin was able to catch him in the round with uh, some really big, hard, clean shots and so put him down. Catch him. So if Lubin can do that, of course, Jamal Charlo can do it, you know, also, <laughs> even better, maybe, you know. Oh, maybe yeah. Even close, yeah, close the show. But uh, still, it would be a really big challenge for Charlo because of that height and reach advantage and because... Because Fundora is so aggressive, throws so many punches, and yeah, that would be a really great fight, I believe. Indeed, indeed. Shout out to my mom, always coming in here showing oh, support. Hello. Nothing like the support. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know, nothing like that. Uh, that direct support, you know, from your mom. So yeah. appreciate you tuning in, checking us out. We're talking boxing or whatever. I know you don't watch it, but uh, I'll still keep you up to date. Shout out to uh, Flame on Earth too with his uh, gear right here, you know, nice. custom, custom. Uh, check it out, Flame on Earth on Instagram. That guy, yeah. hey, that's my guy right there. So yeah. check him out for sure, people. But yeah, um, man, yeah, yeah, you're right in terms of Fundora. So yeah, he makes it interesting. So Charlo, yeah, he, yeah, he alluded to, um, hey, he could potentially go up to 160 at some point. I don't think yeah. he. Uh, I don't think he'll do it right now. Uh, that being said, he uh, will probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never know because sometimes some of the guys, when they become undisputed, they don't defend anything at uh, mm. the weight, or they don't defend all the belts. You know, yeah, uh, and they sometimes move up or whatever. That generally happens. But that being said, you did mention Errol Spence. I don't know. Maybe they would work something out. You know, since they yeah. are. They're they're trained by the same uh, fighter or same trainer, Derek James. So that wouldn't—I don't know if they would do it. But Terrence Crawford certainly uh, is a name that has been thrown out there. Yeah, that would potentially make sense for Crawford to move up to 147 here. I mean, 154 here at some point. I I think a little history as well. You know, he's not such a big, uh, wouldn't be a big guy there, but still, yeah, I guess yeah. He, could, he could do it <laughs> technically. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not? That would also be, of course, a fight worth watching, definitely. And, uh, yeah, maybe I was thinking even about, even though this may sound, but I would really like to see, actually, uh, even though he, I don't think he can win, Leon Smith maybe even get the chance to oh, yeah. fight, you know, Jermel Shaw because you know he's been looking yeah. pretty good, he's been looking yeah. rather re- rejuvenated lately. Yeah, yeah he, has. he has, I agree, he has looked pretty good. Um, yeah, he'll make for a pretty uh, interesting, decent fight. I can yeah. see him doing that in Texas. Uh, Liam Zari came to Texas to fight uh, Canelo that time. This was in Dallas, but I can see them uh, doing something like a, a Houston show. Or, yeah, uh, it'll be hostile, te- hostile territory for Liam. But that being said, it still I think would be worthwhile. You know, Liam would put up a pretty uh, pretty good fight, I'd imagine. Yeah, uh, it's a solid matchup. He's got really plenty of heart. That's what uh, what's really important. He would yeah, he would not like just to run away or you know do something like clinch. Half the fight, do oh, something yeah. like that. He will really he when he fights, he fights. There's no doubt, you know. He fights so yeah. well. 
I agree. So, he seemingly has looked as good as he's ever looked. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'd be interested in that one, even if it were to take place uh, over in the UK, which would, I'm sure, be a, a big event, you know. Uh, I think uh, that would even be yeah. a cool. Not that that would happen, but uh, it, it would certainly uh, be an interesting one. Uh, so, yeah, he's there. You saw on the bri- well on the broadcast last night, Tim Zhu was there as well. They had Fundora and yeah, Tim was- there, so. Kim Zoo said he's a mandatory, um, so he yeah. wants to face Charlo as well, which um, would be interesting. Tim, yeah, you know, solid, guy, solid body, you know, he has a little yeah. bit of pop to him and everything. Uh, he does, he's smart, yeah, yeah, he definitely has a he's a dangerous opponent for anyone, I think, at this at 154. And, uh, that's why I said I mentioned his name as you know, a potential, really yeah. good opponent for. Charlotte, and you know, he doesn't have so much experience, maybe, but you know, yeah. he's got enough fights, I think, now to try. And yeah, fight he's a big so, name, he has that name. Yeah. I, I need to watch his last fight, I didn't see it. I typically always miss the ones that come in that happen in Australia because they come on so early. Uh, but yeah. I need to do, I do, I do need to go rewatch their replay. Um, but I, I will say that, uh, yeah, Zoo seems to be all for it. He wants it to happen. And, and, you know, despite I think it will be a huge fight in Australia, but he said that uh, he wants to do it in the U.S. He's keen on fighting here in the U.S., so he wants mm. to fight Charlo here in the U.S. So that's maybe that's true. one that takes place uh, in Texas yeah. somewhere as well, you know, if that he's happens. A, he's actually 21. I know. I didn't know he had that many mm. fights. <laughs> How old yeah. is he? He's uh, 27. Okay, okay. Oh, I thought he was younger, actually. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's still still pretty young, yeah, but... Hmm, yeah, the time though. is now, I guess you can say. The time yeah. Is <laughs> he beat Terrell Gosha this year, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the one I need to uh, see. So, yeah, I saw some highlights last night. Uh, Goucher dropped him. Uh, yeah, Goucher, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he was down once. I didn't know how that name is pronounced. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Goucher. Yeah, yeah, he, he's good. He, he was like a... I think he was on the Olympic team, or he's an alternate, or he's at the yeah, crowd or something. He's a contender, definitely. You know. Yeah, yeah he's solid. He, you know, I always thought he hadn't been in truly exciting fights, but his last two have been fairly uh, exciting. Well, I still haven't seen this one, but it looked like it had some excitement to it. Um, but yeah, Goucher, yeah. yeah, he's a solid opponent. Good test of parameter, especially for someone looking to take that next step. So. Uh, Zoo passed, so yeah, he's right there. So I don't know how this is going to work out with uh, as far as all the mandatories and all that. So it'll be interesting to see, yeah, what Carlo yeah. does, you know. The mandatories, <laughs> they are yeah. a, a bitch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without a doubt. That makes it tough, too, uh, in terms of uh, defending those belts because sometimes they just kind of come out of the blue and then mm-hmm. they'll strip you. Uh, in the past, yeah. I've seen situations where they'll strip you where it just seems like for no reason they don't give you the same type of leniency they would give someone else. So there's yeah. no rhyme or reason to some of that crap. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. They can get those days. Just a new guy, completely new name, pops up as a number one mandatory sometimes, you know. That has happened in the past. Yeah. Like some <laughs> guy from Korea or something, I don't know. And they're like, you have 30 days to make the fight. He's like, yeah. huh? what? Like, damn, I just fought. But, uh, you know, they used to get it in back in the day, uh, back uh, back to back, yeah. all that good stuff. But, 
Yeah, interesting stuff though. Um, at 154 pounds, it's still a still a pretty hot division, and uh, I think uh, mm-hmm. having the likes of uh, Fundora, Tim Zhu, and whomever else may be some of those youngsters yeah. coming up out there. I think that just adds to the mix, and not to mention some of the guys who will potentially be there from 147 here in the near term. Yeah. Well, I guess Lubin is still there. He's rather still good. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. fight. So. Mm. Yeah, it was a tough fight he was in with Fedora there. Yeah. But he's still there. You're right. He mm. is still in there. Um, so, yeah, he's yeah. there uh, for all intents and purposes. I wonder if, uh, like, uh, Julian – uh, Williams is still there. I haven't seen him. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he fought this year, maybe for the first time in a minute. Or something like that. <laughs> Old J-Rock. So he may still be a player there. Um, yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, I know that. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a mission of, um, uh, you know, I was telling you, there's a potential Virgil Ortiz could be there probably sooner than oh, later. Yeah, that's right. Let me look up Virgil. No, there are not so many. Well, there is uh, that guy from Spain. I, I don't think he can get very far. Kerman, Le- <clears throat> Lea Raga, Lea Raga. Oh, Laraga. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's okay. I think I, he's probably, I would lump him in there, sort of like uh, Sergio, Sergio Garcia. That's who yeah. uh, but this... two fights ago. But this guy, Madrimo, he really looks good because he's tough. Oh, Israel Madrimov. Yeah, he's tough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his last fight. He's only got like, what, eight fights, yeah, so far, but no, he's he, already fought. He's legit. Yeah, I've seen, yeah him really... I've seen him fight live in Atlantic City. He, he, he's legit. He's, um, he reminds me of Triple G. Some stylistically at times he can remind you of Triple G. So I think he's definitely yeah. legit. He's had some fights where uh, he, I don't know if you could say, I don't know if it's essentially let off the gas or whatever, but it didn't. Uh, he didn't finish down the stretch the way that one right. would have thought. But he's, he looks to have the goods. He looks legit. He had a lot of hype and momentum that kind of died yeah. down a little bit, but he's still a, a top guy, a, a real player. Yeah. There. So I would definitely like to see Madrimov in there with some guys. He's around the same same size as Castagna. He's not a, not a tall light uh, middle. He was still he looks strong anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah, does. That, does, that does that is a pretty interesting one. He stopped Michelle Soro in his last fight. Even though Soro maybe you know passed his Soro. prime now, but he was really one of the best European anyway, like middleweights for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's a French guy, right? Yeah, from France. Oh yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, that's uh. So yeah, that that is uh. Yeah, I, I thought about. I forgot about him, but he he is a real player. Uh, I like Madrimal, so that makes yeah. it interesting at 154 for sure. So there's yeah. a lot of talent there. <laughs> yeah, I think fighters from that, from Uzbekistan especially, are usually very good in the quality. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Mm. Uzbek. The Uzbek Warriors. Uzbek, yeah. <laughs> there's a guy in this area, his name's. Uh, Oh, well, I forget his name, but his nickname is the Uzbek Warrior. It's funny. All right. <laughs> yeah. Warrior. Uzbek. And also some from Kazakhstan. They also got several good fighters now. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, Leucino and uh, Alin, was it Alin Kanuli? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those guys have a top level pedigree, all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of them, their pedigree is, yeah, it's up there legitimately. So like, yeah, they're like warrior people, you know, they always live some kind of warriors there in those countries, you know, those yeah. riding horses and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they train the heart way. Oh, Rodolfo. Oh, hello. Shout out, oh. Rodolfo. Welcome, welcome. Appreciate you hopping on board, buddy. Yeah, yeah we're sitting here talking some 154-pound division, you know, and how that is still pretty much a hot division in boxing and uh, a lot of potential interesting fights coming up or that could be made at, at the very least. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what Jamel Charlo does now that he is the undisputed 154-pound champion. Conventional wisdom tells us that, yeah, there may be some vacancies at some point. Uh, and, you know, that just opens it up for more competition, you know. So we'll see how it goes, though. But he had a historic moment, the first 154-pound undisputed champion. So that's yeah, a good thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, this is the first time somebody has all those four belts. And yep. we, I believe uh, Winky Wright, he held uh, three before. Oh, yeah, oh, Winky. Yeah. Yeah, Winky was yeah. a beast. It'd be, yeah, it'd be he a was... good addition to the mix right here, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a really great technical fighter. just didn't have the power, so that was... yeah. Why he wasn't as big as a star, I think that like for mm -hmm. instance Shane Mosley, you know, and all those guys. They were, well, yeah. Had he been as good a, a, as big a puncher, then definitely, I mean, he would have been really a great star. And then, you know, without a doubt, yeah, some of those guys didn't want to fight him, uh, especially uh, while he was right there in his prime on top of yeah. his Yeah, yeah, the never fought him, and well. He fought Hopkins, so that was a too high weight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. above his natural weight or best fighting weight, yeah. Yeah, that was um, – I, I can't remember what weight they fought. I wonder if it was a catch weight or whatever. But I don't yeah, know. it was yeah. a catch weight, like 170 or something. 170, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember him fighting Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Taylor as well. Uh, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He, fought, he fought a lot of the top guys, uh, just about all the top guys. Yeah. Step in there with him, of course. Felix he Trinidad, yeah, Tito, he really outboxed Tito <laughs> badly. <laughs> yeah, thorough. I don't think Tito won around. I remember watching that uh, not too long ago. Well, not too long as in like uh, a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, yeah okay. Tito won a single round. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he even landed a single punch almost. Yeah, and he handled uh, Shane Mosley. Uh, yeah, made made Mosley look like he didn't belong at 154 pounds, even though he had the title. You know. <laughs> yeah, nobody expected that. I think. The Winky was a beast. Yeah, especially the first time I know. Winky won like nine rounds at least, and uh, second time it was closer. Yeah, I think it was like seven rounds to five, maybe or something. Winky uh, let him punch him. You remember that? <laughs> you remember that? His yeah, at him because he let him punch him in the face. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> it was like when Mayorga was let, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Forest and Trinidad. Come on, come on. Yeah, one of those moments right there. Yeah. <laughs> 
crazy. That's pretty crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. I know they showed Wiki. He was recently at one of the uh, fights that was being broadcast. I can't remember which one. Um, I remember they showed him. I feel like I just saw it last week. Uh, yeah, so a, one he of was a guys. really nice guy. I always thought really classy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, indeed, Hall of Famer. So yeah, yeah. legit. So he got it, getting his uh, just due. But yeah, definitely an I- iconic uh, fighter of this yeah. uh, of the past two decades. You know, but I, I remember he was complaining. That was like two thousand eight, nine. I know he was saying nobody wants to fight me. You know, he was going on. I, I remember that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can I can't believe that because uh, high risk, low reward. You know, he was yeah. like that in that time in the, in the end of his career yeah and that's why last, I, last fight was against paul williams right yeah i believe so yeah but you know he had been fairly inactive because uh yeah you know, he, i know he was looking for big fights and uh yeah they were coming a little bit too far and in, in between so he was mm. you know past it for the most part and very inactive uh at that particular stage so i think that kind of yeah to this downfall in a sense when he went up to 160, that was already, you know, like at the end of his prime, I guess. But still, he had some good fights, like with, with Taylor, he was. No, yeah. Very good. Yeah, that ended up being a draw. Yeah. Know. And I thought yeah. it was fair. It was a draw, I thought. I remember. Okay, yeah. I know some good. think that uh, what Wright won it. I need to go back and look at that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, you know, that. But that's because he was very aggressive, you know. Taylor was just counter punching mostly as far as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Interesting <laughs> stuff right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Taylor, yeah, I, I used to enjoy watching him. Uh, yeah, he was really talented, yeah. Yeah, as he uh as he continued to fight the top guys and his the yeah, yeah. The, the first Palak fight that was like, man, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I thought he had that man. I thought he yeah. had. He caught, he had him down in a second. That was really great, great combination of that. Uh, just yeah. <laughs> almost funny the way he just battled him, and then Palak was so tough, you know, and had a big punch and all that. So. So, yeah, Pavlik Sephori, I had to look up because I feel like, yeah, you know, it's crazy to think his last fight was in 2012. He kind of got there to the top and then just kind of fell off. Yeah. I know he had some issues and things of that nature, but, man, he was yeah. legit, you know, but then he just kind of waned off. <laughs> that was a surprise to me because I thought, you know, he was saying he wanted to start over at 168, but then he had maybe three or four fights, so that was it, you know, Yeah. Because he won that title against Jermaine Taylor, um, or he beat Jermaine Taylor and took the WBC, WBO, and ring middleweight titles in 2007. Yeah. And then he, then yeah, it's like from there, he um, lost to Hopkins after he, he beat yeah. Taylor again and then Gary Lockett. Then he lost to Hopkins, which yeah. was the catchweight fight or whatever, but he got so thoroughly outboxed and the same when he fought Martinez too he got outboxed. Yeah, that was a fight he never should have taken against Hopkins so early like after <clears throat> yeah I guess that damaged him you know yeah it did definitely I think it kind of damages your like uh you feel almost like you're unbeatable when you first win the world Thailand and you know 
But he had three three successful defenses anyway, so yeah, that wasn't so bad. That's yeah, yeah, not bad, not not bad. Um, Beat Rubio, yeah, he stopped Marco Antonio Rubio. And yeah, yeah, he did. He actually also beat. Um, who else was it? Um, he beat. Uh, so yeah, I guess it was just three. But yeah, Miguel Espino. Oh yeah, Espino. Yeah, I I don't think I seen maybe parts of the Rubio fight, but I didn't see the Espino fight. That was yeah, I don't recall that one for some reason. Yeah, uh, done. And yeah, then after that, yeah, he was pretty much uh, done for because after Martinez beat him, he yeah fought four a... times after that. But once in so Martinez beat him in 2010, he fought once in bad beating. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, and then he fought three times in 2012, and that was it. So, because I remember when he was done, he was like probably like thirty-one or something like that, thirty-two or maybe. Yeah, he was like uh, maybe younger than that. Um, yeah, I think he was around thirty. I believe he was born in eighty-two, so that was yeah, he was like thirty something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I also also Triple G was born in eighty-two. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's crazy, right? I think Jermaine is. Taylor is born in 1980. Oh, no, 1978, actually. It's just like around my age because I was born at the end of 77. So, oh, okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> good yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, it is around there. So, Yeah, Rodolfo says good day to you both. Good and day, good day, Rodolfo. To you, sir. <laughs> good day, Rodolfo. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, also... Uh, I found out, but I haven't seen it yet. But apparently, Tony Yoka, oh yeah, Rodolfo, yeah. Um, Tony Yoka lost. You know, it's like what yeah. the heck? That's talking about throwing a wrench into the plan. <laughs> I'm so happy that he lost. <laughs> no, really. I mean, I, yeah, I thought he would. I mean, I thought maybe Bacoli could could win, but I didn't know him. You know, that's the problem as a fighter. I never saw him fight before. Yeah. But, some people at this forum where I go, my old forum, they, they were really, you know, praising him, a couple of them. So, Macaulay, I thought, yeah, yeah, it would be good if he could pull off, you know. And then he did, because Yoka, he didn't really, he's so kind of limited, so rated. It's just size and power, that's all. Yeah, but, yeah, he does have that, that size going for him, yeah. for sure. As so, I yeah, said, I guess, Against that guy Milos from uh, Croatia, first six yeah. rounds he was really getting out boxed. He was getting a boxing lesson easily. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and Milos wasn't a big heavyweight. Yes, he's like two twenty, twenty-five. I mean, I don't know, six four. Yeah, and he was yeah. coming off a pretty long layoff. Two years. That's that's why he kind of faded. You could see yeah. the seventh round he faded. That's why he was stopped. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm in agreement there. Milos was handing it to him, so yeah, I need to check this one out. But um, I, I was yeah. surprised, uh, but I guess not too surprised um, in the sense of uh, yeah, you never know at that stage. And then, of course, and one judge actually had it even. Can you imagine that in that fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that it was a majority decision. So wow. that's the case. <laughs> did you catch? That's... Did you watch it? No, no, no. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look <laughs> Yeah. So I, I had uh I had watched the rest of the card. I just hadn't got to that one. I didn't watch it live. I, w I was watching a replay of it. 
And uh, yeah, it had some pretty uh, pretty decent fights on the card overall. Yeah, there was also Gilberto Ramirez Zurdo. He was he won easily against that German guy. Yes, Busso, Dominic Busso. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I cost, Yeah, it's kind of like Dominic Brazil, right? Fourth, <laughs> yeah, fourth round knockout. I knew that would happen. Like, oh. Yeah, I caught that. Yeah, I was watching it. You know, at the same time I was watching Showtime uh, for the most part. But Ooh. I don't think they were fighting at that time. But yeah, I saw it. But I, I was expecting. You could tell. And uh, I was mentioning last night. Yeah, I was surprised, man. So Gilberto, uh, he rehydrated to two hundred and four pounds. Wow. Two hundred and four pounds. He's bigger than yeah. I thought. <laughs> it's like crazy. And speaking of that, I just remember that Kovalev actually also had a fight last night at cruiserweight. Wow. That was a great oh yeah, that is right. You know, we were chatting about that um, in the yeah. team against that Bulgarian, the brother of Kubrat Pulev, terrible. Dunkin' refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day with more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade, you've got what you need to make the most out of every moment, even the ones spent stuck in traffic. Ah. <sighs> What a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' refreshers, like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus, four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I didn't know he had a brother. Uh, but yeah. I, did, I saw the Pulev name, but... Um, and he's not much younger either. He's 39. So, <laughs> you know, it's not so so strange that he got lost to Kovalev. He was undefeated before, but that was 16 oh, I think. He was... oh, okay. So Kovalev is, uh, yeah, he's 40 now. Oh, no, 39. Yeah, 39. That's his first fight since 2019. Wow. I don't think, I think he can do anything much at that division. Yeah, I was talking about that last night at Cruiserweight. Yeah, if he fights a guy like Marius Breedis, he's going to get yeah. stopped. Um, yeah, you know. I'd imagine. Even Okoli would probably yep. stop him too, you know, like six rounds or something, six, seven rounds. Yeah, yeah. this might just be sort of a novelty type situation because, yeah, I don't see him being a player at Cruiserweight. And Cruiserweight is yeah. typically, you know, it had, it's a hidden gem with a, with a lot of talent that is unknown, you know. Those guys yeah. Are you know, there are some fighters also actually in UK, uh, yeah, that are – now coming up at the cruiserweight like that guy that I was talking about, Richard Ryak Porhe or something like that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I think, yeah. So Rodolfo is saying Kovalev, sorry, Kulev. Kovalev looked pretty good against Pulev. He didn't show his power, but he had boxing. Yeah, that's good to go. That's what I thought. His power may, may not be as, as great as at cruiserweight either, you know, so 
Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting to see because uh, those guys are bigger. And I was saying, like, yeah, up, he's a, he's a solid guy. He's never just like huge ripped guy or whatever. He had solid size, and he could punch. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how that carries the cruiserweight if it does carry the cruiserweight where you're going to be in there with these bigger yeah. guys. Yeah. Most guys, most guys at cruiserweight come in at like two hundred pounds and you know, like one ninety five maybe. And uh, yeah, you know, light heavyweight they weigh in, you know, at one seventy five. They maybe come in at one eighty five or something at fight night, you know. So yeah, that's, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, 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 without a doubt. I think Zerto will pass Mayweather 50 Oh, yeah. Hey, that's a, poss- that's a possibility right there. Yeah, Zerto's been putting in a lot of work. Um, yeah. And he's, he's a good fighter. What's he now? 44, 43, and all, I think. I'm going to see. Yeah, probably somewhere around there. Yeah. Oh, Zerto. He's, uh, yeah, 44 and 0. Yeah, he certainly has the uh, possibility wow. to do so. Uh, especially now how he looks at 175, uh, uh, and he looks good. Yeah. I will say he looks good. And then just his size, I think he's going to be a problem for – he's going to definitely be a problem for everyone there at 175, whoever he matches up against, because his size is legitimate and real. Yeah. It's crazy when I heard that he was uh, – he had rehydrated in that in one day to uh, 204. So, yeah. yeah, man, the fact yeah. that he made 175 is crazy, you know, yeah. or, or he was making 168 not too long ago, even. Yeah, he's a big guy, he's a cruiser, it's soon gonna be in that division, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of the same with uh, like with that guy from South Africa, uh, what's in Ost, who is in something, Thomas, mm. he was. He was first super middleweight, then light heavyweight, but quickly he went over to cruiserweight because he started, you know, really kind of body. Yeah, yeah Zerto could be there. He, hey, he could, you can know, he has the frame for sure to he, he could potentially see him at cruiserweight. But yeah, yeah as, as Vado mentioned, yeah, Bivo, yeah, that's the fight he wants. That would be a good one. Uh, we'll see if uh, if Canelo is uh, serious about rematching Bivo, and if that is the case, then. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe that September. <laughs> yeah, I would think September would be ideal, but maybe Canelo moves into a matchup with. Um, I with think Triple G. All, yeah, I think we will always beat Canelo unless you know, yeah. unless it gets closer, and then you know the, the the judges that work for Canelo and they screw we all. That's. Thanks, yeah. Miguel. Have a good one, man. Have a good one. But yeah, yeah. Bottle. Loco. <laughs> Rodolfo, that's definitely something Gold Boy is thinking about. I hope he doesn't become the party pooper, but of course, <laughs> resume doesn't compare at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zerto hasn't had all of the big names for sure. Uh, no, no way. Um, yes. He's fought some good guys, though. I like Jesse Hart, uh, yeah. Sullivan Barrera. Uh, now, um, uh, those are two of his uh, bigger names. Who did I see? Unieski uh, Gonzalez. Yeah, <laughs> Unieski Gonzalez. He beat somebody. I saw him fight in Arizona back in 2017. Who was this against? Oh, that was against Jesse Hart. I think that was a rematch. Yeah. Oh, no, that wasn't a rematch. That was the first fight. Mm. Hmm. 
Cool. Yeah, I did. I do like him as a fighter. He's pretty interesting. Kenzi, who is not, you know, necessarily. Uh, yeah. He like beat. Uh, you know? Well, yeah, he didn't beat that many others. You know, like Romer, Alexis Sangulo, he was undefeated. I, mean, I had forgot he he beat. Um, Maxim Bursak, Arthur Abraham. Arthur uh, Abraham, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he kind of ended his career finally. That was yeah, I, I didn't even recall that for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that was. I was so annoyed that Abraham kept coming back, but he was so boring to watch at the end. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he he did. He have that, do this, this like have you seen his yeah. fight with, with Eubank? Yeah, Junior, we'll just do this and then. <laughs> yeah, that's how he, he definitely was like that. That crappy German style. So, Jordan's <laughs> resume is not bad. He has uh, Maxim Vlasov back in uh, 2015. He beat Maxim Vlasov. Mm. He's a pretty good fighter. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he um he fought Joe Smith Jr. He was giving Joe Smith a run for his money at some he's moment a, in that fight. Yeah, he's a big light heavyweight. Six, almost 6'4". Six, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he is. So, um, so yeah, Zerto has a pretty decent resume. Um, yeah, he was a cruiserweight before, that's why. Vlasov, yeah. Vlasov, but yeah, so yeah, it should be interesting. But yeah, he has the potential um, of getting 50 and 0 beyond. Uh, we'll see. Um, we'll see if he can get some of these fights that he wants. I don't know oh, if him cool. and Bivol is next because I'd imagine if Bivol isn't going to fight Canelo, maybe he, he certainly would want the winner of Baturbiev and uh, Joe Smith Jr. So, mm. Zerto may have to go looking for someone else. And next uh, next week, uh, uh, there's a fight between Jean Pascal and that Chinese guy. Oh yeah, Long Meng. That's one I'm really waiting to see. What I'm mm-hmm. kind of interested in because Long so Meng Pascal did right. Yeah, that this guy Meng, he looks pretty solid, but he's kind of. Not so young, I guess, 34. <laughs> but still, you know. I didn't I know. Think, Let me see. Yeah. I'm looking that up. I think he can win. I mean, he should win because oh, Pascal is, you know. Long Meng. I don't know this Meng cat. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it was amazing that Pascal got, got the decision against Badu Jack in his last fight. I saw that fight. He was nowhere near the winner, you know, in that fight. Oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I gave him four rounds. He did score a knock knockdown also, so you know that's but still you know no way. I think Jack was a clear winner. But that was 2019. Yeah, the end of 2019. Wow. <laughs> so did he did he still have that belt or was it stripped? Or? I think it was stripped, yeah. It looks like it. Because he was so long inactive, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Freaking yeah. Pascal. John. For those, the long, long was going to fight better be ever if I remember. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that he was a 2012 uh, Chinese Olympian. Oh, bang. Yeah, that's right. I don't think I had seen I don't think I've seen him, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Kerman Leiraga also fights. Oh, yeah, Joshua Buatzi 
And David Benavides versus Lemieux. That's going to be good. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting one. Uh, yeah. At the very least, interesting. We'll see how David Lemieux looks. And yeah. if, if he, you know, pulls the trigger. I think he'll probably get taken out, but you never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it may go. I mean, it takes Benavides usually at least eight, eight rounds to stop somebody. So, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at this. So I don't think I've seen this scene mean been long. I see he's bought, uh, fought Frank uh, Boglioni. I've seen Frank Boglioni. I wonder. Yeah, Boglioni. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I know I've seen him fight, but I don't think it was against that guy. Yeah. Uh, he beat says- Daniel Judah in 2016. Rodolfo says Fanon was gonna fight Beterbia if I remember correctly. That's possible. I don't know. Oh yeah. Hey, you know. Hey, that's that's a test for you right there. He's willing to do that. He's he's about that life. I think several people were gonna fight him, but then they kind of Mm -hmm. chicken out (laughs) after they (laughs) they realize just who Beterbia is, you know. How he fights, yeah. probably, yeah. who knows. <laughs> yeah, he's a, uh, he's a tough test, for sure. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to my own countryman who fought better dear Kalajic. Oh, know? yeah, Kalajic. Hot rod. <laughs> Have you fought since then? Oh, yeah, he's had two fights, but now he's... He's also just he had one last night at, no. in Tampa. <laughs> what? But it doesn't say what happened. It's, it was an eighth round. Hmm. Interesting. You know that's his problem. I think was that he's pretty big for light heavy, but uh, he still wants to fight. I don't know why. Doesn't want to go to cruiserweight. So, yeah. He beat. Uh, Dennis Grachev in uh, since after he was stopped by Vetterbi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's an interesting cat. Overachiever, I would say, in some sense. Yeah, tough guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What country are you from, Boz? What country? I'm from Bosnia, Herzegovina. <laughs> As my kind of nickname kind of alludes to that, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, Boz. The yeah, Boz. <laughs> yeah, Kalajic was born in Bosnia, but I think he's been living in the USA for a while. You know? mm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, cool, cool. That's good stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I had high hopes for him. You know, everybody said he was he was better than Marcus Brown. He was robbed in that fight, but then I guess he went too long without the fight. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, he didn't actually fight in 2017. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, you're right. And then he fought once in 2019. Well, which was a better uh, yeah to be a fight, and then. He's yeah. a puncher, you know. Oh, so, he's you know, not at this stage. Yeah. He's a puncher like Benterbia. <laughs> so when that happens, when a puncher fights uh, another, even bigger, I mean, <laughs> a bigger beast, then he gets taken out. That's what happens usually. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was thinking that Gracha fight came earlier in their career. Mm, but that was uh, his apparently in 2020. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was surprised when Gracha came back. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, he got some beatings before. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, when he beat Ishmael Salat. That's when I first became aware of him, really. Yeah. And then he kind of just fell off after that. Yeah, still out. Yeah, he even stopped him in the end. The eighth trial, I see though. Yeah. That might have been on ESPN, uh, ESPN, but the Friday night fights or something like that. Silla was really, he was just, uh, he was a good puncher, but really weak chin. Yeah. Defense, really all right. Yeah, that hurt him right there, that chin for sure. Yeah. You know, <laughs> unfortunately for him, because he had, you know, some pretty good tools, but uh, yeah, man, that cold so, knockout was crazy. Yeah, he's had good physique and was tall and all that. But, yeah. yeah. Close to Italy, yeah, rather close, <laughs> especially well, yeah. if you yeah. go via the sea. It's not so close, you know, if you drive, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I wouldn't mind visiting there without a doubt. Yeah, nice, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Well, I gotta make my way to Norway one of these days. Yeah, I've been to uh Finland, so oh, yeah, you told been, been close. Finland, yeah. Shout out Tony, Tony's, uh, Tommy Silvanon and Finnish boxer. Suomi in Finnish, <laughs> the name of Finland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Finland was fun. So, yeah, I'd imagine Norway would be cool too. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, yeah, maybe not like a super fun country, but it's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of cozy. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> and, you know, I've seen some of the pictures, looks pretty good. Looks pretty yeah. uh Nice. Yeah, it's fun when you are here for yeah for the first time. Definitely, you can. There's a lot to see, quite a lot. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm gonna make that happen at some point for sure. Um, I was gonna mention Jerron Ennis. He fought last night. Oh yeah, very good. Boots. <laughs> I think he's the real deal at 147 pounds. I think he yeah. could already be considered the. Third that best, fourth, third best, you know. You know, yeah, I, that punch landed. That was really like on the button. Yeah, kind of did like chopping. Yeah, dude <laughs> was all uh, out of his wits. Whatever. <laughs> in the future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z, or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Northern Tool and Equipment isn't just a store. It's a problem solver's paradise. Fully stocked with the right professional-grade tools and fully staffed with experts who have the right answers. Problem solved. Shop Northern Tool and Equipment this week for our Memorial Day sale. Save up to 50% on lawn and garden equipment, fans, power tools, and more. Shop in-store or online at northerntool.com. Uh, that yeah. was funny when, when he went to Clayton's corner. I thought it was really like, you know, 
you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, how do you call it, uh, really grinning, like, yeah, and he was <laughs> very, <laughs> like, yeah, you are the better guy, definitely. Yeah, Especially I got so. caught, but like, yeah, that, yeah. That, much hurt, that much hurt right there, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he had that look on his face for sure. <laughs> My mind is burnt, smoked. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Ennis is the complete package. I don't see any true Big flaws guy. in his game, of course. Yeah. No fighter is perfect, but, man, I don't see any flaws in his game without a doubt. He just looks to be yeah. the package. Of course, you never know until you see him against the uh, elite level fighter. Yeah, that is true. He looks really, really good, yeah. So this yeah, you can just tell that he's just been doing this for a long freaking time. Yeah. In such a young age or something, you know, man, because it's crazy because he's only 24. Man, but he looks like yeah. a real freaking deal. Yeah, I mean, lately we, there haven't been that many big uh, prospects that have failed. You know, we had uh, Shakur Stevenson, he's proven himself. and Oh, yeah, yeah, Shakur. Virgil. Virgil Ortiz also proved yep. already proved himself, and Mangia and yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> I thought I thought uh, Josh Kelly he had that look to him stylistically. He had that look like he was gonna be a guy who was gonna be a like sort of next. But man, he's uh, yeah. it's it's tough for him because he's in a tough division and he's already running into some hurdles and he's, yeah. he's at one forty seven so. Man, that path to the top is tough. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a really stacked division. Yeah, well, man. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that that because he uh fought Avanesian, who looks good as well. I think Avanesian versus uh Boots Ennis would be a good one. That would be a good test yeah. for uh, Boots for sure, because Avanesian yeah. is a beast. Avanesian is really a a, do- a tricky <laughs> dodgy fire, you know. First, yes. you know, he got stopped by uh, that guy from Lithuania. What's his name? Oh, that fought Crawford also. That's also a big puncher. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Mean Machine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kavalaskis. Yeah, Kavalaskis. Yeah. But then he kind of just started knocking out guys. That was really amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh man, yeah, but you're right, yeah, Ebenezian, he'll be a good one, and Ebenezian, I know he's fresh, because I saw his last fight, and it only lasted, like, maybe two rounds, if that, I can't remember, it could have been, yeah, said quite a lot, (laughs) quick stoppages lately, yeah, yeah, so he's fresh, and he's ready and out there, but he's a tough challenge, uh, of course, you said he's French, (laughs) he's not French, (laughs) no, fresh, fresh, yeah, fresh, (laughs) I know he's uh, Armenian, right, or something like that, Armenian, well, but he fights for Russia, I think. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's one of those uh, low rewards but very high risk fighters, you know. Yeah, he is definitely, and uh, I hope he will soon get his due, you know, because he deserves a really big fight and a big payday also. Yeah, and he, I know he's willing to travel. He, he's the type who's willing to go anywhere. Yeah, talking about Armenians, uh, I don't know what's going on with. Uh, that guy, Gula Mirian, that cruiser, he still has a fight. fight. Gula Mirian? Yeah, but some still list him as the champion. I don't know what's going on, really. Did you say cruiserweight? Yeah. He can't be still a champion when he hasn't fought for over, like, uh, a year and a half. So I don't know if I know <laughs> this cat. Arsen. 
his name is. And Rivera, Rodolfo said, I love boots overhands. Yeah, they are so dangerous. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. The way he throws those things, man, he just he's just yeah. super polished with his punch placement and everything. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's legit. So, yeah, I think he's yeah. right there. You know, I think that him and uh, Stanionis would be a good fight, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. And, and Stanionis, man, he's legit. You know, I, I, you know, I had seen him fight, but I was like, hey, this guy is hyped up. Not in the sense that he's just like overhyped or whatever, but I think that, you know, they were pushing him right there to mandatory contention early. And I felt like uh, we hadn't really seen him do much, but the yeah. way he uh, beat uh, Batayev, who I had high regards for. Well, yeah. He's Batayev. legit. Because Batayev, he went blow for blow with, uh, Alexander Best Putin, who ultimately ended up uh, popping on the test, and that fight was ruled a no contest. But Best Putin beat Batayev, in my opinion. In that, well, he did win the fight in that sense, but it changed to a no contest. Mm -hmm. But Alexander Bush Putin was legit in my eyes as well, and I know he trained with uh, with Lomachenko's uh, yeah. dad at some point, so he That's was legit. Fine. I forget yeah. where he's out of. Uh, I don't know if he's Ukrainian. I don't think he's Ukrainian, but. Uh, no, uh, uh, best, well, Putin. best Putin, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know, Russian or something, yeah, yeah, it might be that, yeah. But him and Butayev, I remember when they fought, that was a tough one right there for both of them. But Stanionis, yeah. hey, he, he showed me something, so he's legit. And, um, mm. you know, I was telling, I don't know if I was telling you, but Stanionis has called out Connor Ben. I think that would be a tough fight for Conor Ben. I don't think they're going to make that happen. And, and Eddie has alluded to such by saying that. Oh, yeah, no yeah. Who, uh, Stanley Onis is. So. <laughs> yeah, that was just, you know, BS. I don't like that Eddie said that. He was like, yeah. He's obviously kind of protecting Conor uh, with that statement. Yeah, that would be a super tough fight for Conor. I don't know that he yeah. wins that. Not that he, not that he automatically yes. loses, loses, but it would be tough for him uh, for sure. Yeah, but you never know until he he fights him because he Eddie isn't doing his fire any favors. He should just let him you know. See yeah. You know what? Well, I definitely don't want to see him against Adrian Broner. I don't know why they keep throwing it out there. Yeah, that would be just nonsense fight. But that might end up happening because Khan said that he well he retired, so Khan's not fighting mm -hmm. him. I know they wanted to do that sort of all British class, which would have done good numbers. Uh, but Khan knew what the deal was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, oh, Eddie, I'm like, make me a punching bag here. Eddie is known for like uh, like building his uh talents up slowly but that's that's not always the best option because you saw it with white what happened with dillian white he was supposed Man. to get a world title shot white like me down in that last yeah year, right. 2018 19 at least and he didn't get anything until now when he was destroyed by fury i felt like white was better than what he looked like man i could have sworn he was better than yeah that. he is <laughs> definitely but you know yeah. he's been kind of spoiled on the vine however you want to say it uh, too long and then he was knocked out also by Povetkin and you know that yeah. did, did its damage also so, you know. one of those knockouts where your eyes are open yeah it just mm -hmm. that was amazing I watched that you know that was even a Serbian broadcast I remember it was in the you know, we all think, yeah, after the fourth round, all right, no, it's over. You know, this round, Povetkin is getting taken on. And just like that, just 
I see boo and I see white laying on the ground on the canvas like really. Yeah, they came out of nowhere. And you know, and I need to <laughs> like, and I can see that coming uh, because yeah. of that fight. I can see that certainly coming when uh, right before Fury knocked him out because he was just sitting there doing his little. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of getting carried away. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like uh, doop, doop. Got yeah. up and <laughs> then just one big left uppercut. Maybe it was. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and uh, mm. he was out again. Yeah. But you know, hey. I guess he's overachiever. He finally got that title shot. I think he can still make for some uh, interesting fights. Uh, say, for instance, like yeah. I still want to see him and uh, Deontay Wilder because that seems like it would just be a slugfest. Yeah, but I think, yeah, it would probably even go a little longer maybe because, uh, yeah, Wilder is not as, as good uh, in everything as Fury, of course. In yeah. But I so think Wilder on the punch. would probably knock him out eventually. I think, yeah, probably in the ninth round, something eight, ninth round. At one yeah. point, I thought that uh, uh, White would win, but maybe I was crazy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think he was simply. I think he was a little overrated, at least by many, but because you yeah. know he was always kind of. Technically limited, and uh, you know, not really a boxer, just a puncher who maybe had been taught how to do some kind of boxing, you know. But it's not still, he's not a boxer, puncher, never was. Or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right, Rodolfo, which is def definitely disappointing considering how long he waited. You would think yeah. he was gonna. Go about that a little bit differently. It's just disappointing across the board, even the press conference situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he didn't show up. That like wasn't that. that wasn't the old white. You could see that, you know, that because if it was, he'd be all over that press conference, shoving fury, having shoving my matches yeah. and stuff like we had with Chisora and yeah, some other guys. Yeah. Nature sort of throw a table at him. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. It was, I remember that it wasn't White's fault. It was his trainer. He kind of provoked everything. I yeah. remember he was such a punk, you know. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Chisora, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who he takes uh, next. I told you, I, I know I've said this before. I don't think they fought, but I would like to see Chisora versus David Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the level he should stick to now. Definitely not, not any, not above European level. Anyway. Yeah, I think that would be. I just think the build-up would be crazy. Yeah, entertaining, or, or, like you know. Even you know, why not Alan Babich for such a sort of that would be crazy. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you know he's a, a Dillian White uh, promoted guy. I mean, he's the no, not promoted, but managed by Dillian White. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen Babbage backstage with White. I didn't know that was the reason, but, but I... yeah, they are really close, you know, they are friends also. Kind of cool. Oh, well, yeah, that's good to go then. But yeah, yeah that would be uh, that would be an interesting one, yeah. I think, but I think Alan is a little too young and uh, he's just too got too much in the tank, but he's still. Well, he's not such a big puncher, so she sort of might no. even, you know. Last uh, <laughs> is 30. He uh yeah, 30. He, he, he fought he fought this year actually in March. He's 32, maybe I think even 31. I don't know. No, it looks like he was born in 92. It's he's 30. Hmm. 
I thought it was 90, but that's, that's maybe they changed it. Well, of course, Wikipedia, <laughs> but you know, Wikipedia yeah. doesn't necessarily mean Wikipedia is always right. I changed a picture on there. They had the wrong fighter listed for someone. Oh, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, Klondike Haynes, they had Bob Armstrong pictures on there. So it's not. Yeah. Or it's annoying when someone gets, you know, like that guy, Teofilo Stevenson. He's really big. I mean, you've seen him fight with. Uh, with Ali on a picture, he looks so much bigger than Ali, taller. But someone mm -hmm. put down that he was six foot three, and that's Ali's height. Yeah, and I just <laughs> had to correct. Come on, six three. <laughs> this guy was like six six at least, you know. Yeah. Come on. That yeah, they so do that. <laughs> yeah. Why do need to come back? I understand you know, frustrated. He can be free, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, he can't let this be the end of his career. Just uh, essentially going out. Yeah. By virtue of uh of of losing he, to Fury those three times, well, uh, yeah, he did his best in the last fight. We saw that, you know, that's yeah, the he best brought his he game. Can do. Yeah, that's the best he can do against Fury. That's so. Yeah. But yeah, that makes yeah, and you know, and uh, you know, given you know, I think the the fight series with Fury showed me that yeah, he had he had some metal to him, and I previously would have picked. Uh, Anthony Joshua over him, but yeah. I don't know that I would at this particular stage. I would, well, I, I would go with Wilder now. I don't know really. Yeah, I think I would. I definitely have picked George Joshua to win, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, how uh, Joshua would handle Wilder's biggest punches. Say for yeah, the same not way well. that, uh, <laughs> not yeah. so well. <laughs> Yeah, the same way that uh, Fury did, because those punches, because he caught Fury with some big punches, and you had yeah. Fury, Fury yeah. hurt. But, uh, he was down, like, all together four times, like, in those yeah. three fights, and uh, still, <laughs> he's just such a beast, you know. Yeah, I don't know how uh, Joshua would have reacted. Uh, it's just, yeah, Joshua is so funny at this particular stage, because I feel like he, uh, you know, prior to the... That Ruiz fight, I feel like Joshua, you know, he would fight fire with fire. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah now no, he just seems to be gun shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he too, he's too reserved at times, and he he yeah. loves the box more. Ruiz, so Ruiz just ruined him. He changed changed him completely. Yeah, I know, and it's crazy to think about it. Ruiz hasn't done anything <laughs> since then, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's how it goes sometimes, you know. I. I can recall. Well, there are, there were some certain uh, instances in history, also in, before in boxing, where the, this nobody beat uh, a really big name. You know, uh, yeah, there was there were. Some, but it was some, yeah. yeah, it was funny after you know Ruiz beat him. Then you know people were saying, "Oh no, no, Ruiz, hey, he's 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 a good fighter. You know, he's got fast hands and all that stuff. This uh, this isn't a shocker." Uh, well, it's still a shocker given uh, Ruiz's trajectory thus far. He yeah. needs to do something. I don't know what he's gonna do. I know they were talking him and Ortiz, but uh, whether that happens is uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think he just has to to uh, like spending more time in the gym and uh, you know, just work harder and not you know, just let himself. Eat whatever he wants, and you know, Facebook train as much as he wants. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, big jump. Uh, it's also worth noting, uh, Andrew Senior. Hey, thanks, uh, BL Boxing Librarian. Like, shout out to the librarian. He's a uh, he's legit. This is guy knows yeah. his stuff right here. But yeah, you're right. You know, you, you do make a good point. It also does uh, matter. Yeah, how Joshua. Joshua yeah. has the punch also to knock out Wilder. Sure, of course. That is true. That's what all, that's what uh, made me favor uh, Joshua in the past. I felt that uh, mm. Joshua is more polished, of course, and, uh, yeah. and Joshua has some uh, sneaky low power. You know, once he gets some things in there, so, yeah, yeah sure. you do make a very good point. Actually, puts his punches together better than Wilder, I would say, because, you know, he can really. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Also, Len, I mean, true, a really good combination and all that. Uh, yeah. Not just yeah. one punch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it should be interesting. So it'll be interesting uh, to see how this rematch goes between uh, Wilder and – oh, not Wilder, but uh, Joshua and Usyk. Uh, yeah. said, uh, well, of course, you know, I'm sure there will be a game plan, but I would think a more aggressive – aggressive. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> a more aggressive yeah. Joshua. I think he would pose uh, more problems for Usyk. And I thought that would be the case uh, in the first fight. And, yeah. hey, Usyk, you know – he. I think Usyk went about putting on the uh, weight and stuff well, so he, he looked like he he went about it in a in a pretty good manner. So mm. uh, this is gonna be it's still gonna be a tough one. It'll be interesting to see what has changed between the two uh, since that last fight. Yeah, shout out Watson Librarian. Thank you, thank you for joining on. Appreciate thank it. You. Check him out on YouTube. Hardline Ooh. Boxing Talk for sure. Hey, he's legit. Man, just, so much historic stuff. I learned a lot yeah. of stuff uh, from him uh, because he's so dialed in on the history. And, you know, I, I have a keen interest on the history of the sport. You can see the name. I can see. I just said Facebook. User. Oh, no, I had to look on Facebook. No, yeah, I can't right. see it in here. I don't know. Maybe that's something that can be fixed. I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't know how to. I'll have to look into that. I don't know why it shows up like that for Facebook. It doesn't sure, look like other stuff. Forever, I mean... Yeah. So Rodolfo yeah. is uh, commenting from YouTube. So YouTube, it shows the names. All right. Rodolfo, shout out BL, without a doubt. BL. But yeah, check him out. Boxing uh, boxing librarian, man. If you oh, want to yeah. learn some stuff about the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You want to learn some stuff about the history of the sport, man. It's crazy. Nice. It shows, yeah, it shows yeah. you that, you, yeah, there's only so much you know. There's so many historic fighters out there in the past. 
Speaking of that, I wanted to uh, touch on a historic fighter by the name of Jack Blackburn, trainer of Joe Lewis, and apparently Sammy Mandel. I just found out about Sammy Mandel. I didn't know he trained Sammy Mandel and uh, some others as well, but he trained Joe Lewis, but he used to fight as well. And the reason I bring him up is because I'm making a video. I'm almost done with it, as a matter of fact. I should be complete with it. And I'm going to post it. But he was a lightweight, welterweight primarily. Fought up to, you know, he fought some bigger guys. Um, Mm. But he, man, he was a tough dude. Not just in the ring, but. uh, Nice to have somebody who is not a heavyweight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking mostly about the the, the old time heavyweights lately. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. the video is going to be good uh, on Jack Blackburn. He fought. Sam Langford, he fought uh, Philadelphia yeah. Jack O'Brien, he fought yeah. Joe Gans multiple times, he fought Langford multiple times too. Joe, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he fought Philadelphia Jack O'Brien once, and he fought a number. I think I, I've probably seen his name somewhere on Boxer, but I don't know much about him. He's a uh, he's a he's a tough guy, and he's someone you wouldn't want to run up on in the alley. He's got a scar on his face. Wow, he's like 118. Oh, it says, oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, he has a scar on his on the left side of his face because he got into a really skinny guy. Oh, yeah, and he had to go to prison. Mm. He got cut in the face with a, I guess, a knife. And sorry, Blackburn, yeah, yeah, yeah. He fought Philadelphia Jack O'Brien also. Yeah, yeah, he was legit. So I bring him up because I'm doing a video on uh, I'm doing a video on uh, uh, I'm doing a video on him, one of those animated videos. But uh, shout out nice. uh, Hardline Boxing Talk, baby. Hello, Hardline <laughs> Boxing Talk. I'm telling Introducing you, introducing a Hardline. <laughs> Uh, he has the best method for actually. Um, he he had the best method for actually rating fighters. It's the most sane and complete means that I've ever seen, and I think it should be adapted across the board for all of boxing because it takes into account everything, just pretty much everything associated with a fighter's career, uh, mm. the statistics, resume, all that stuff, and it. Oh. I got to look perspective. Look. Yeah, you had to check them out. It puts it into a perspective that is the most sane that I've seen of all of them, you know. Yeah. You're talking about that's not easy. All that. It's not easy really to rate those old timers, you know, really. But really I think he has the, like the best yeah. method period across the board that I've I've ever seen and <laughs> it should be adapted across the uh, board because you know that stuff like what uh box rec does whatever algorithm or however they do their thing i don't think it's uh it's a it's a good one it's not too well no maybe they're considered yeah. accurate or legit but it just doesn't take into account so much stuff you know what i'm saying you know what what i don't like there are some guys who think they like they know a lot about that and that but then they just kind of overrate those old guys in comparison to newer guys when they make top 10 lists of, of all times it's Mostly guys who were like fighting before Second World War, and like, for instance, a guy I know have known for a long time, Ryan Bivins. Maybe you've heard of him. Bivins. Yeah, Bivins. He's actually. I don't know. Um, he's don't had know. three, three, three professional fights even. So, 
but since then he went to the army and uh, now yeah. oh, okay. anyway, he's from Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> oh yeah, he says to make excuses sure. to go fishing and train all those <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, uh Arlanda School, thanks for sharing that. This is uh Jack Blackburn. Uh yeah. Nimitz was like they would just read everybody that was old, like above the newer guys, like Sugar Ray Leonard and Marvin Hagler. Those <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of uh, yeah, I think um, yeah, there has to be a method to it, and I think uh, Harvard yeah. Boxing Talk, the boxing librarian, has an actual method that really puts it into perspective. It, it offers a full transparency on a fighter's career. You're looking at like the number of nice. uh, uh, rated fighters they fought, number of champions, number of Hall of Famers. And mm. yeah, there's so much that is taken into account. And it really, I think it balances out because uh, you'll have some modern guys that are mixed in there as well. And um, yeah, it's a good method. So I recommend checking it out. I think it's probably the most accurate one that I've ever, or methodology behind uh, rating these fighters that I've ever, ever seen. And it uh, yeah, it's, it's even helped me put things into perspective, you know? So. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Big hello to to. Hard <laughs> line. But yeah, yeah, thanks. So yeah, definitely thanks for uh, checking in. But yeah, so so I'm gonna do that video. Well, I'm gonna release it there shortly. Uh, yeah, the Jack yeah, we, we had like you know in that old forum where I was, mm -hmm. uh, like those threads where we would rate, and he had a special way of rating it. Very Ryan Williams said, and we would <laughs> give them points, you know, according to those victories to the guys they beat and all that. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> no yeah. Doubt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's, it's all interesting stuff, man. But yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was two different worlds. Those guys were fighting in some crazy conditions back then by comparison yeah. to, you know. Yeah, that's true. It was it made a it much tougher uh, uh, sport back then, yeah. But yeah, you have some guys now who are modern though they fight less um who are, you know, you know, up there who are on par in some sense with some of the guys. I think, yeah, the yeah, there, there wasn't such good medical, uh, you know, coverage or however you want to put it, uh, of boxers back then in the old days. Now they are really, really, uh, followed up well, you know, and uh, usually after a fight, they get a like a scan, you know. <laughs> Brain yeah. scan, and they didn't do that back then, you know. So, no, they'd be fighting the next yeah. day. Some of them <laughs> suddenly somebody would drop dead because he had a brain damage they didn't know of, you know. Yeah, yeah, those guys were jacked up, you know. Um, yeah, Harry Grab, Tiger Flowers, they both died trying to get something fixed, you know. Like, yeah, I think was... it was the nose of Harry Grab, may have been something similar for Tiger Flowers. But Greb, you know, the majority of it had been caused by fighting, but he got an erect, too. Yeah. But these guys uh, were getting that stuff fixed, and they were waiting until after their career that started yeah, to wane a little bit. <laughs> They're already 30, because both of them died at a young age, uh, 32 for Greb, but I believe 32 for 
Flowers may have been 33 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, both yeah. of them, similar thing. They had a ton of fights, and you know, you're taking that damage, especially when you're fighting often and you're right. The medical care, yeah. I'm sure it was just like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, you look good. Yeah, you're good. You can fight. Yeah. Here. It was like that. Can you see how many mm -hmm. fingers I have? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can imagine concussions were probably crazy too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you just Unless never knew. And you know what uh, Donnie Lalonde told me once when I had an interview with him, he was okay. actually, he had a okay. car car accident, you know, on his way to a fight. And uh, that was in one of his later, you know, day fights. And uh, he was forced to fight <laughs> because still, you know, even he had, you know, like he was in shock. You know. Wow. And uh, they said, yeah, they said, if you don't fight now, we are going to ban you. The, it was in New York, you know, so pretty wow. important. <laughs> so he cannot recall what happened in the fight, but it was a draw. It's so that's oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine that's happening. Uh, you know, typically, yeah, yeah, some guys, you know, you you know that. That was 98. <laughs> wow, yeah. That's your livelihood, you know, so you don't yeah. want to. So if you miss that fight date, sometimes it's like you're missing a payday, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he was like, you know, in the end of just his him. career, yeah, just couldn't, was fighting for money, you know, mostly, so. Yeah, it's unfortunate when it gets to that stage for uh, fighters, but it's just all too familiar. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, even with the long history of the sport, that has been generally the consensus, uh, say across the board, more so than times when it's not. You have some of those stars who are able to, uh, you know, maintain, have the right people in their corner, but even some of the bigger ones, yeah, they don't quite mm. leave the game with the anywhere near the amount of money they had made for that particular period, yeah, yeah, especially. That's uh, true. Especially as the money has gotten bigger here. Yeah, there are quite many that quite kind of had to live really in squalor after they stopped fighting. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, Rodolfo, yeah, you're right, Pacho Villa. Yeah, he yeah. also had a death that could have been prevented if he was. Yeah, we talked person. about it last time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, Pancho, because he was only like 23 or 24 yeah. or something like that. Ridic ridiculously young, yeah. And he already had a hundred and something plus fights under the yeah. book. He was a world champion. What a fighter that was. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy that we have some video of him, you know. Yeah. Albeit not much. Uh, I believe he Wild was fight. fighting. Yeah, who who did he fight? When Jimmy Wow. Oh, yeah. He's, he, yeah, he knocked out Jimmy. Ended Jimmy Wow's reign Jimmy at five I think he lost the last fight. Was it maybe to? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't remember. For Jimmy, not Jimmy McLaren. Maybe Jimmy McLaren. I don't. Know. Uh, I like think it. Jimmy would have been uh, a little bit. Well, you know what? I thought Jimmy would have come a little bit later, but maybe I'm not. Maybe yeah. I, <laughs> I know it was a famous fire also who, who kind of yeah, but that was like he won just because. Pancho was in a bad shape. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Rodolfo said Jimmy McLernan, so yeah, maybe it was McLernan, like you mentioned. Uh, yeah, that's, I think it's, I thought yeah, so. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Was, 1925. 
Yeah, Jim was very young, you know, because he later fought as a welterweight most of his career. That was at featherweight, I believe. That oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, is, that is legit. And right. actually, Jimmy was one of the few. He he lived to the age of 97. That's pretty oh, amazing. Wow. Yeah, very rare for a fire of that. Wow, that fighter. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so he died in 2004. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Met him. Amazing, yeah. You know, uh, Archie Moore, he lived for a long period of time. Oh, it yeah. Like but Jimmy didn't have that many fights. I mean, he did over have, have over 50, but he didn't have like some well, other. Archie was 81, so he was yeah. right there. Back then, many had like over 100 or 200 fights. So Early in Jimmy's career. Yeah, Marlon Basketball was also around the same age as Villa when he got shot. And, oh, yeah, me home to mommy. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, That's that crazy. Was, yeah, Ketchum had put in a good deal of work, too. That um, was a really, yeah, weird as a middleweight champion. Him and Patsy had those uh fights together. Mm. Yeah, Stanley freaking Ketchum. Yeah, he's a big puncher, and uh, yeah, he's definitely he was, flash. Mm, he was I, really. If, if you look at the sport now in terms of how uh, some of these, uh, you know, we have these varying characters in the sport, there were so many other personalities back then that you would think that yeah. they would be like huge stars today, just given their personalities and all that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ketchel is one of those. He would have some uh, pretty decent backing and fanfare, you know, here in this modern age. Mm. And now people can be seen more, you know, with social media. But that's crazy. Yeah, Ketchel is one of those guys for sure. But I, I like Ketchel. Um, you yeah, know, it's, he's legit big puncher. Yeah, and if just imagine if Max Bear was fighting, you know, in this time, yeah. he was <laughs> he would be Max Bear. Yeah, he would get Tyson Fury. He would be the biggest showman, biggest draw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You are correct. I have my Max Bear book over here. You know, I still need to finish reading the whole thing. I, I've read like probably two thirds of it, and I, mm. I stopped uh, uh, pre-pandemic and then I moved and all that stuff. So I haven't gotten back to uh, yeah. I haven't gotten back around to actually uh, finishing it off. But I love Max Bear, man. He was legit, yeah, and you know was. what? And he was he <laughs> had to work on his game. While he was learning, work on his boxing game, basically learning as he was fighting, you know. So yeah. Guys get no easy roads or got no easy roads back then. It was a just big shame. He was so unlucky when he was supposed to fight Joe Lewis. He kind of, well, like, broke his right hand or, or had a really bad, bad injury. And so he couldn't use his main weapon, you know, like. That was the right hand. <laughs> yeah, so. he was having issues too, uh, leading up to that Braddock fight. Um, from what I've gathered, yeah, he didn't Braddock. train, yeah, yeah, that and he had a hand issue too. Right. That was, I, that. I don't think they knew it was as prevalent as what it was, but it wasn't enough, I guess, that he was gonna stop. But yeah, you're right, he hadn't been training as yeah. much, and Not uh, much, yeah. I know I don't like when people say like for instance when Lennox Lewis lost to uh, Asim Rahman, people were going oh he didn't train come on he he was going in for a fight he didn't train at all you can't say that you can say yeah. he didn't train <laughs> that much but 
Oh, he did yeah, too. Not cool. at all. Like he was just yes. sitting there the entire time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that time is the fight. All right. Oh, yeah. Ten o'clock. Right. Yeah, with Bear. Yeah, he he uh he was training, but he was also he hadn't fought. He'd only yeah. fought in exhibitions. I think a year for that year or almost a year leading up to that Braddock fight. But Braddock, yeah. hey, he was on his game. He was one of those tough, rugged guys who. Had a good early career, then he took some losses, but he came back and uh just stuck with it and he he healed up. Yeah. He went through some tough times. I, I read that Cinderella Man book, it was a good one. It's and I finally seen the movie man. I was telling you last year. I had yeah. went all this time without seeing that movie, but I saw it last year, the Cinderella Man. It's good. It's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought they uh were pretty uh spot on with the character selection. Yeah. Character selection. Uh I thought the guy looked like Bear for sure. And I like that they kind of got to mention some of those uh, fighters that were not so famous, but they fought against Carnera and then they're like Ernie Schaff, for instance. Oh, yeah, Ernie Schaff, yeah, yeah. Frankie Crawford, and yes, yes. Yeah. Ernie. Oh, Frankie Campbell. Oh, Campbell, sorry. Yeah, Frankie <laughs> Campbell, yeah, that was another one, you know, that was, uh, yeah, that was some tough thing. Yeah. yeah that was that... tough, but they had some good, uh, good heavyweight contenders there, Johnny Risco. Yeah, Johnny Risco, etc. Rodolfo, you should do an animated video of Ketchup's life story and demise. Hey, you know what? I did one on him, uh, Rodolfo, but I will say that it was one of the earlier ones that I did, so mm. it's kind of evolved a little bit over the course of that. But I'll have to do something else on Ketchup. Uh, thanks for that suggestion. That's definitely one that kind of looks more into the the yeah his story because this one was more so talking about the fights and i just mentioned it mm. there at the end but didn't really get deep into it so definitely one i'm gonna uh, uh gonna look at doing 86 i got around and watch some of your fight video love the graphics in the video mm-hmm. hey appreciate it uh hardline boxing talk definitely appreciate it coming from you appreciate you checking them out without a doubt uh it has been a fun experience especially a learning experience, getting to learn about a lot of these fighters because yeah. some of them, you know, you, you think you know them and then as you're going through trying to put together a video or something on them, you just become aware of so much stuff and you can get kind of, sometimes I go down a rabbit hole. Uh, it's good for <laughs> the younger guys to learn, you know, they get to learn about those fighters they never heard of before. And, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, good. I just took an interest to it and, and you know, I took an interest, I was watching uh Hardline's videos, as mentioned, he is a, hey, it's worth checking out. You'll get, you learn so much, you know, you learn so much. It really puts things into perspective, and and then you, you really seeing yeah. what that gauntlet may have been like for a fighter in terms of <laughs> rising to the top of the ranks back in the day, you know, because uh, yeah, you only had cool. one belt, you only typically yeah. got one shot, if that, and a lot of guys didn't get a shot. Period. So yeah. it's not like today you can just go and get you a alphabet you title. Yeah. If you didn't have a good manager and stuff like that, if you yeah there's some I don't Oh know. yeah, without a doubt. Then you know the yeah. people who were running the sport too, which still very much uh you see some similarities today, mm. uh where you have some at the top who kind of control the narrative in a sense or control those big fights. Hard yeah. line catcher would have run into Harry Grab had he not got shot. And that, without a doubt, that would have been a good one. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I wish we've gotten the opportunity to see that. 
Quest. I want to see that. I want to see Harry Grant versus uh, Les Darcy too. That's another one that we've been. Well, we need a time machine for that. <laughs> to I know, happen. I know, <laughs> I know. You know, you know. With today, you know, we have these uh, machine learning AI. I know that there's a means you could probably put together all of their statistics. It would just be a matter of how. I was talking with a buddy about this. How would it look, though, or how would you show it? Like, you would think maybe a video game style would probably be yeah. uh, more formidable, but. Hmm. If you were able to do something uh, that had graphics that were super realistic, this there's this Unreal Engine five or whatever this graphics engine that is supposed hmm. to, supposed to be pretty ground breaking because you could have stuff that really looks legitly like it's a uh, real deal stuff. Like you're seeing it with your own bare naked eyes, that would be interesting. Yeah. And we couldn't maintain consistency. Yeah, yeah, you're right there. Uh, yeah, Bear definitely had a problem with that. He's yeah. very up and down. <laughs> he beat some really good fighters, but then he also lost to, uh, well, good fighters anyway. I don't think he ever mm -hmm. lost to a bad fighter like Lou Nova and yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah, Bear. Yeah, he was a, uh, but yeah, he was a fun guy. You know, he wasn't really, he wasn't a violent yeah. guy, so he didn't really like. Uh, punching on people, yeah. to be honest. Uh, and, you know, that was something he admitted to. Nice. Yeah, he, nice so, so especially there at the end, like by the time he was in there with uh, like Joe Lewis and stuff, while he was still formidable in some sense, you know, he didn't really yeah. have a love for the game like that. It's just one of those things that uh, became sort of like his trade in a sense, and that's how he made his money. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he was... He was a nice guy. I know his son, he complained about his portrayal in Cinderella Man movie because he thought he came off looking too much like, you know, really like a killer type, you know, a yeah, vicious yeah. guy. You know, with, yeah, and I could see that some scenes he was during that match in the end of the movie, he was like looking very like ferocious. and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he used to mess around, but yeah, he was a very compassionate guy in terms of uh, yeah. like he went to the hospital with uh, Primo Canero and all that stuff after they fought. You yeah. know, so he, he was that type of guy. He wasn't one of those uh, like evil yeah, you know, or anything, you know. Yeah, in in that interview with his son that I read quite a long time ago, he says that Canero, after Max died, he came to visit his grave, you know, but the cemetery was close so he actually climbed the wall just to oh, get wow. this that was amazing you know that really touched me and that up. shows how nice he was like you know max because he he meant that much to carnera you know yeah 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 without a doubt without yeah. a doubt yeah because canera was uh yeah he was treated as sort of a puppet um by his handler yeah. essentially in the sport he um of course he wasn't a great fighter to, to that degree, no, overachieved, I guess you can say, but um, yeah. he's a big body, and uh, yeah, but he never got to really reap the labor. I would, I yeah. would say. He says, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah freaking <laughs> Stanley. Yeah, I know there's some legendary stories out there. <laughs> Stanley Ketchell. Just reading some of the uh stuff that I've read thus far, yeah. 
That that guy right there was wild. Yeah, he was never have fear to have. He would have a lot of you know fights like catchweight fights he fought today. <laughs> I believe and above his best weight also. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, like, I don't know Moriello. Yeah, he, that's right. No, I don't know Moriello. I don't know him. I don't think I know him. Actually, he was like first, I think, a middleweight, then a light heavyweight, and then heavyweight again. Uh, yeah, he was really a big puncher. But uh, see, I get to know game all the time. He wasn't very polished, you know, technically, and that because so he lost to Billy Conn, for instance, twice. Oh, okay. But he always gave his opponents tough fights, you know, most of the time. So he, okay, he did knock out Lou Nova, for instance, even twice. Okay. So he knocked out uh, that guy from England, Bruce Woodcock. He was like the best English heavyweight. Well, yeah, I don't what... know if I know him either. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Cool. I had to check him out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I know Ernie. I did this little video. It was like mysterious boxing deaths. I could have yeah. gone more in depth. I didn't go super in depth, but I included Ernie on there, you know, because he had died. He was very good, also. I mean, yeah, yeah, very good. I Ernie think he there. beat Bear first in the first fight, and uh, yeah, yeah, he also beat some other really solid fighters back then. Yeah, he was one of the top contenders there. He was right there in a uh, title contention, you know. That was, that was a pretty good crop of uh, heavyweights uh, that were out there yeah. at that particular point. And, uh, then, yeah, then he got a beating against Bear in the second fight. I don't think he was yeah. knocked out, but he was down probably or something. No, I think he was knocked out. Um, if or, I recall correctly, he was knocked out. He was unconscious maybe. for a little bit. Now, now in the Canero fight, he didn't really get knocked out, knocked out, it seemed at least. He was beaten up. Yeah. yeah, he got dropped, and it wasn't a – it looked like a straight shot. I remember seeing this uh, – matter of fact, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, actually looking at some Canera videos, and I came across that. Uh, but, yeah, so in the bear fight, he took a beating, and he was out, and he was unconscious. But he yeah. fought, like, two times after that before fighting Canera, like two or three times, something of that nature. Mm. And then – Excuse me, in the Canera fight, of course, a straight right from or straight right or left from Canera is heavier than you know coming from the normal size. Of, yeah, you know? he was, but it wasn't at all a brutal looking shot. It was one of those that uh, no, it's just yeah, many things the damage he took against Bear did, did all, yeah, yeah, and that's why I included it on the list because they were saying that I know that didn't sit well with Max Bear, yeah, uh, that was. Kind of a rotten thing to do to call yeah. him like, the killer of Ernie Shaw. Yeah, especially because you know I think what I think what happened is Ernie probably shouldn't have fought so soon after. Yeah, that brutal He had some like, headaches after the yeah bear fight. I know I read about it. But I know uh, Bear. You know he raised money for Chef if, if I remember correctly. Yeah. From the book. Because there was another fighter, Bear fought as well, who uh, I believe uh, died or suffered some injuries. Oh, I'm thinking of Frankie Campbell, but maybe that was uh, was that Canera that who, who killed Frankie Campbell? Let me see. It was Bear. Actually. It was Bear, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Frankie Campbell, that was another one he did some stuff for. He was like, yeah, because I think Campbell's. Uh, 
Corman were really like, uh, like you know, uh, teasing or how you say, it, mocking Bear in that fight. So it was on them, you know, their own fault. I sure. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough right there. Tough. Oh yeah, the mysterious boxing death. There's a good. Oh, thanks, Rodolfo. Yeah, you know, I had to do another one of those, um, or, or maybe go more in debt. You know, I was I was torn on the Stanley Ketchell death because there seemed to be a lot of variations of uh, some stories floating around there in terms of the person that shot him and being a relationship between the person that shot Stanley Ketchell and there was a man yeah. and a female there. He was at a friend's ranch or whatever. Uh, yeah, that was a very... I think, yeah, that's right. They kind of had a, like, a, I would say it was a conspiracy or something. Yeah, like. I saw something saying that they were married, you know? Yeah. You say that they were just uh, hands there. They are like working hands or whatever is there, and they yeah. weren't. They I were all getting this money or something. I don't remember, yeah. But yeah, there was some pretty uh, crazy circumstances, though, you know. Yeah, he, what a tragedy. He was a friend, you know, he was at a friend. It was his other boxer or guy that used to be a boxer or something like that. I forget exactly. But he was at that ranch. You wouldn't think mm-hmm. that would go down at uh, your friend's spot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. It was you never know. like also that guy, Oscar Bonavena, he got shot at a ranch, you know. Oh, yeah. That was a different story because he had a, an affair with the owner, the wife of the owner. Sorry, not the owner, but his uh, wife. You oh know yeah, that. It is. so he did. Yeah. That. So he died at thirty-three. No, wow. Yeah, I think they actually made a movie about that, but they uh, maybe changed their names to the, the main characters. I think yeah, that movie was kind oh, of yeah. quite a long time ago, actually. Yeah, like 2000, I don't know, 10 or 9 or something. Yeah. Because yeah, this was an older woman, which one of them I had. <laughs> A love ranch. Yeah. 2010 uh, drama. Yeah, with Helen Mirren. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I find out about some, uh, I feel like I always find out about new boxing movies or some that I didn't know of. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21 day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Yeah. At least that were tied to, mm-hmm. you know, a high profile boxer or somewhat high profile. Mm. That's interesting. That was really also quite weird because he just came. They say 
he came to talk to the, the you know, the owner, the guy, the, the husband of that woman. He oh, demanded wow. to talk to him, and then, then he was just shot, you know, just out of the blue. That was weird. Wow. He was too, too, <laughs> too, because that guy was kind of making life tough for both of them, you know. And, you know, he was too macho to, <laughs> to let it go, so he just, poor guy, he went to the ranch to, you know, try to settle it, you know, to fix things. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy these yeah. days. You can't settle things the way you used to, I guess you can say. No. <laughs> as, as they say, yeah, you know, it's, just, it's just different um, now. With, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, that, that's yeah. another one. So that, that one could probably be included on a list if I did a part two or something. Yeah. I included Zora Folly on there who uh, died. Oh, yeah. Uh, some uh, mysterious circumstances. Well, I remember I had heard about it years earlier, um, oh, many oh, years oh. earlier. But he was the one who uh, he was from Arizona. He fought Ali in Ali's yeah, last fight. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. He was in the 60s mostly. Yeah. Contender. Yeah. Or yeah. 50. But he, yeah. he died at some, some little poolside gathering with. Uh, a friend, a couple of friends. It was like uh, I think uh, two females and a um, another male, and they were saying that they were wrestling yeah. around, and he hit his head. You know, I kind of did a threads uh, not that long ago about ago about those, those boxers who you know were killed and stuff. Oh so, yeah, on that forum. Yeah, on the KO boxing. I'm gonna just gonna look at that i remember they were uh bill brennan he was killed at old old oh heavy. yeah i yeah. didn't know that i know bill brennan uh i know he fought some uh some of the top heavyweights out there i guess jack he was yeah he fought jack dempsey for instance cool. but they, he was like you know he opened a nightclub after he retired and then some officers wanted a piece of it and he said no you know so they shot him that's what happened there. oh wow yeah. Crazy. Sonny Liston, yeah, Stanley Ketchum, yeah, Bill, Bill Brennan, young Jack Johnson, that's right. He was, he was uh, actually stabbed by his stepdaughter. Wow. <laughs> young Jack Johnson? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've, I've seen his name pop up. I don't know a ton about him. I saw that he had a decent amount of fights on his record. It looks like he fought tough in his career. He actually did stop Zora Foley, but that was like a rib injury stoppage. <laughs> mm. So, so then yeah, of course Oscar Bonavena and Dwayne Thomas. That's right, he was killed also, a Kronk fighter of the eighties. Julian Letterlow, Letterlow, Letterlow. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to like Julian Letterlow because he was yeah. a, a ESPN staple, light heavyweight. Um, yeah, yeah, I used to Bunch enjoy watching him. He, yeah. he was like a, a Mike Tyson, like a mini Mike Tyson, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah, he was a, a knockout artist, yeah. Yeah, old Julian Leatherlow, left hook Leatherlow. Yeah, we had Agapito Sanchez, that guy who fought many Pacquiao also was, he was killed. Who? Who was that? Agapito Sanchez. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't recall him. Uh, he fought many Pacquiao in 2001, but that was he kind of butted him in that fight, and like, oh no, no oh no, no <laughs> contest. 
Then you had, yeah, Vernon Forrest, uh, Chris oh, Henry. yeah. His circumstances uh, was, yeah, crazy because someone was trying to apparently rob him at a gas station. Yeah, it was like 11 at night or something, I think. Yeah, people are crazy, you know? People are yeah. crazy, freaking can't even get gas. Like, what the heck? Yeah, and O'Neill Bell, he was... He was shot right after he got off a bus. I read, and then he was kind of robbed. He was attempted to be robbed, but then he, you know, he wouldn't like. Uh, he just tried to fight it, and he was shot. Yeah, I think you know with Vernon Forrest, they say he was chasing the person. And he yeah, that's shot. right. Well, Get yeah, shot. unfortunate. Great? Unfortunate it comes down to yeah. that. Yeah, really a fortune. Hardline boxing box. Ketchua was a great middleweight, but Abatel, the little Hebrew, said he was a much greater welterweight. Sadly, we don't have any footage. Yeah, that's. Uh, I bet that would have been cool to see, um, seeing the footage. Apparently, that's what uh, Robinson, too, right? Sugar Ray Robinson. Yeah, uh, no, welter, no lightweight or welterweight footage. Uh, only just middleweight stuff, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, that would have been cool to see. Uh yeah. Wasn't he like undefeated, well through it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it would have been cool, cool to see. Yeah, it's pretty amazing that we do have some footage. You know, I think about, uh, you know, we have some footage of Ketchel out there with him and Johnson and then Papke. Those two, I know for yeah. sure. I don't know if there's anything else out there. There might be. Yeah. But it's pretty amazing. Some of that stuff is old. Even some of the even older stuff going back. Uh, uh, 100 year plus, you know. I think about, for instance, I was in the fact that we have those. Think about this look, I was in in 2006, uh, I was in the military, I was in Iraq, right? And I had a video camera with a little tape, and I got some video uh, while I was over there and all that stuff, but I eventually lost that, and I don't know what happened to them, you know. And that was 2005, and we have some film that has lasted the test of time for 100 plus years. I couldn't keep up with something from 2005, so that's tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or 2006, actually, yeah, it was 2006. Yeah. So I couldn't keep up with stuff from 2006, let alone we have some footage out there that is 100 plus uh, years old. Any yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty out there, yeah. <laughs> In freaking scene, mm-hmm. but yeah. We want to, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, more stuff tends to turn up because there tends to be, like, historic stuff popping up uh, out of the blue at varying times uh, yeah. over the years. Just when you think, oh, there's this wouldn't do out this of the blue out and into the black, as Neil Young said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was going to say, um, you know, we were talking about the fighter deaths or whatever, but... Um, you know how I was saying Jack Blackburn, apparently, yeah, this guy, yeah, he's the someone you didn't want to run up on in the streets. He, yes. uh, in the midst of his career, he got into it with someone and he ended up being uh, man. He ended up being charged with manslaughter because he killed a man Ooh. and uh, he got cut in the face, on the left side of his face. Uh, and so from 1908, his last fight, well, he had fought in 1908. It was like in December of 1908. Then he had to go to prison because this happened in January uh, 1909. Then he came back in 1914 because he got out on good behavior. But even when he was a trainer of Joe Lewis, uh, he had a situation where he caught some kind of other manslaughter charge. Uh, He always carried a gun with him. 
Jack Black. Oh, yeah. So he was uh, hey, you weren't gonna run up on him. I tell you that. Yeah, that's right. You weren't gonna run up on him. I believe Ruben Carter was the same kind of guy. We already oh, yeah. talked about him. He was uh, you couldn't just you know, yeah, you couldn't mess with him. No way. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, yeah, we were talking about that last time. I don't know a ton about yeah. Carter. Um, I know he, he, you know, he, yeah, you know, we had the movie and all that stuff. I don't know if it entailed that, everything. But that guy also, what's his name? Etienne, yeah, Clifford Etienne. Clifford Etienne. He was pretty, you know, how they say, nasty guy. <laughs> I hear, I read. Oh yeah. yeah. Rodolfo, you were in army '86. How long? Oh yeah, no, I was in the uh, Marine Corps actually. I did four years, from 2004 to uh, 2008. Um, the Marine. United States Marine Corps, Semper Fi, hoorah, Army is hua, Marine the Corps guy. is hoorah, but well, Marine, you say rah, R-A-H, rah, rah. That was so funny, this guy was also, he bragged about being, but he did some boxing as an amateur, so he loved boxing, so we oh, would yeah. talk, you know, online and then he bragged about being in the marines and he said like he's he would try to he once started to explain to me if you know we are like an amphibious fighting force machine <laughs> then next time i would call him like oh hello you amphibious fighting machine <laughs> so funny <laughs> he would get so angry of course yeah it yeah. sounds so funny because when you hear the word amphibious, you, you think of like turtles and yeah, yeah, sea, yeah. sea animals, right? From, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't very amphibious. Uh, I still <laughs> stuck as a swimmer and all that stuff today. Amphibious, so I didn't have the amphibious side quite now. <laughs> yeah. But others did. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. They didn't do much sea diving or anything. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I happened to be in uh Japan. It was my first uh duty station. I remember I got there, the big base over there. I saw that they had it, they had it, uh, Okinawa or Okinawa, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Okinawa. But yeah, there's a big base over there called Foster, which is where I was at when I first got there. And I went to the gym to play basketball, of course, and they had a boxing ring in there as well. (laughs) And I was saying to myself, man, that'd be cool to uh box or whatever but i didn't i ended yeah. up not being stationed there so it would have been cool it would have been yeah, cool to know, uh, participate mike we were he started boxing in the army and uh who else david bay yeah but oh, i don't yeah. know if they, if they were in the marines but uh yeah that was the way they started mike we were and he was the world champion so oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, you know, hearing, yeah, the fighting marine. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good to go. Yeah, Gene was a beast. Uh, Rodolfo. Yeah, that guy. Fighting was, marine. Yeah, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was top caliber. I really uh, like him. As I a did guy. a video on him. Yeah, he's yeah. he was legit. You know, he I really fought. liked the fact that he also had. They said I watched the program where his son was said that he really liked to read actually books. Oh, yeah. That's really very positive because it's not very mm-hmm. common in, for a boxer. You know. Very astute fighter. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I else, who else I just realized was a Marine like maybe uh, a few days ago? Uh, Barney Ross, apparently, is a Marine. Oh. I didn't know that. 
I just I realized know. that like a couple of days ago, you know, Barney was legit. All right. Yeah, he was tough. So that's why he was so tough. <laughs> All right. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. He's tough. I liked his style yeah. as well, man. He's, I, I thought he just looked pretty sweet and perpetual in motion, I guess you can say in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, just stylistic, he just looked pretty good to me. Is this uh, fundamentally super fundamentally sound? But yeah, I didn't know he was a marine. Uh, found that out a couple of uh, a couple of days ago. Crazy what you learned. Mm, yeah, indeed. Uh, Hardline Boston talk. Indeed, yeah. Good feat there by Jamel Charlo, especially given the controversy of the uh, last uh, fight. Yeah. I think he came out <laughs> and answered in a major way. Well, both of them really did. Both of them were bringing it. I give it to hats off to these fighters. I want to see a third because. I think they're tailor made for each other, you know. Why no, why not go on and get that third one out of the way? <laughs> Might not see that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see them making a bad fight. This has a this has that trilogy fight style uh kind of feel to it, you know. Yeah. That would be uh yeah, definitely would sorry. <laughs> don't know why I'm feeling sad. Yeah, what's going on? It's not like it's night over there. No, it's not. <laughs> Just uh, you know, lately I've been sleeping even too much. So. <laughs> well, uh, Chap had a game plan. Yeah, yeah. Charlo had a game plan for sure. He did execute on it. Um, As right I said, before. you know, Castano probably shouldn't have been so aggressive because he kept running into those big counter shots. You know, he was really being mm -hmm. tagged. You know. Really, like on on regular basis throughout the fight, you might say he did land his punches. Yeah, his share of punches, but not that, not as many clean big punch punches as as yeah. Jamel did. So, you know. yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, Jamel has carved up a pretty nice resume there at 154. Yeah, he, so, uh, yeah, yeah, he adds to the uh, right. mix if he if he chooses to, you know, try and defend those belts and remain undisputed. You know. Which we so don't see often, as mentioned. That'd yeah. be cool to see. Yeah, and I mean, it's a really big victory, as I said, for Jermel. Congrats to him. And, uh, you know, we hope that he will continue fighting the best. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Barney, uh, Rodolfo, yeah, Barney had started as his nickname, right? I don't know. You know, he might have, actually. I, you know, I wasn't sure. And uh, by the way, did you see how, how, <laughs> how kind of pissed he was at the reporter from ESPN, ESPN Jermel, after he kind of congratulated him and he said, you sure you mean that? It was like that. <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> oh, yeah? No, I didn't, I didn't catch that. <laughs> because I guess that guy had, after the first fight was really kind of very critical of him. You know, was it Bernardo? Bernardo Asuna? I don't know, some ESPN. I didn't catch oh, ESPN. Yeah, yeah, it might have been Bernardo then if it was ESPN. Yeah, I didn't oh, yeah, I didn't see that one. <laughs> that was like, like you sure about that? <laughs> you sure you wanna congratulate me and not say I could have you know knocked him out sooner? <laughs> he was like that that's what he wanted to say in me. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. But no, this is a this was a good fight as a uh, sort of yeah. classic for 154, as I say, in terms of a good little back yeah. and forth classic, uh, I guess you can say, definitely in the modern times here. Um, true, true, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. I think uh, it was even better, yeah, that, you know, it wasn't pay-per-view or anything. We got this. Of course, it was showtime, but still, it was good, you know, that yeah. <laughs> we got to see this fight, especially after the uh, 
last few pay-per-views that we've uh, had that are out there. I believe my f- or my buddy, uh, let's call him that, <laughs> who is also a member of Boxing Haven, uh, Jamie Bourne. He actually think I think he predicted that Jermel would win like by a late knockout sometimes. Mm. Yeah. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z, or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Yeah. So, yeah, so, <laughs> kudos to him, yeah. Yeah, kudos. Jamel came on. He got better and did what he needed to do to... Uh, did, did what he need to do to uh, to, yeah. to to make that adjustment in uh this in that, was obvi- yeah it was obviously important to him to prove you know that the first fight was just you know about not really knowing Castaño and you know and you know it can happen <laughs> to anyone uh, yeah. to yeah to struggle against a guy like that of course so. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a no doubt. No joke, of course. Castanio is no joke. So <laughs> no, he's no, he's legit. He's legit. Oh. I, I like Castanio. I, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's still a major player. You know, we'll see how he comes back. But I think he will make for some very good fights uh, with some individuals yeah. out there for sure. I hope he will bounce back well after this. So you never know. Anyway, but he really looked. Uh, in the you know at the way in at the, you know the stare down he really looked kind of very confident and relaxed I thought yeah so, you know yeah both of them yeah. seemed to uh, came come in in pretty good shape you know yeah uh, both of them seemed to be good but uh, <laughs> this guy who was like from uh, what's the name he had a podcast before the bell or something he was like oh, oh Jermel uh, looks so nervous didn't he look nervous to you he, uh, I was like oh, I don't know. Maybe. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. But yeah, yeah there might be a Maybe. bit of nervousness there around certain yeah, things, you know. Sometimes it's a good thing to be nervous, yeah. right? Yeah, you're getting ready to put on in front of a bunch of fans. It's going to be mano yeah. and mano in there at the end of the day, you know? If you are too relaxed, then maybe, you know, if you are drugged, you know, oh, yeah. you are, like, just, oh. don't want any mysterious bottles around the ring, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that tends to happen every. Uh, how many every year? Every decade or so, right? Mm. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. Heartline Blackburn used to carry knives. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not surprised. And, and what I've read, you know, I knew of Blackburn through some of your uh, your videos, uh, Heartline Boxing Talk. And then uh, as I've gone through, and of course through some of the fighters that he fought, yeah, as I've gone through in terms of constructing this video, it shed light on more stuff. Uh, certainly it shed more light. But he had a tough career, it seems, yeah. He fought a lot of tough guys. I know, I think you've mentioned before that, um, yeah, he's in as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he could get a nod as a Hall of Fame fighter as well because he did, despite not getting a world title shot, he uh, – he fought some tough guys and some good fighters, and he got some wins over them as well. And mm. uh, yeah, there were always guys like that, you know, who get forgotten eventually. <laughs> and 
because they never get maybe had a world title fight or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so he's more known as the trainer now, but um, man, he was a damn good fighter. And uh, well, of course, you know, I think that hiatus surely probably hurt, you know, some portion of it being missing five years. And by the time he came back, from what I could tell, he uh, never quite recaptured his full form. Yeah. And, uh, but I guess you can expect that if you go to prison for uh, five years yeah. or thereabouts. True, yeah. I mean, many boxers have had trouble with the law, and that's sad, but that's the way it is, you know. For instance, you had a very good fighter, um, Freddie Norwood. He was like oh, yeah. a really good featherweight. He was champion and everything. But then, you know, he had yeah. trouble <laughs> with the law, and that's why he lost to Derek Gaynor, you know, that, that title fight in 2000. That was a crazy fight, too. He made so mm. many fouls in that fight, Norwood. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really, really love watching it because it's so fun. <laughs> There's both a lot of good, you know, action going on, but also so much wrestling and, you know, hitting below the belt and in the kidneys and stuff. Who is it against? Uh, Derek Gaynor. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen that. I need to check that out. That's a I good know fight. Freddy and it's really, yeah, really funny how it ends, you know, in the 11th round, that judge or the referee, I mean, because uh, Gaynor actually, he knocked him out with three punches below the belt. So that's crazy. Oh, wow. And then the referee starts counting and then he re reaches 15 and then he just, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I have seen yeah. that. <laughs> Imagine like losing the title that way. It's really come on. Pretty <laughs> freaking Norwood. Yeah, I remember uh the guy Ike Abiabuchi. Oh yeah. He's in he you know went to jail and I guess uh, yeah. as he was really. in the prime of his career, at least big anyway. waste. Yeah, big waste of talent. He looked he looked to have the goods. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about him fighting Lennox Lewis, I believe, even at some point. So that would have been really <laughs> wow. Like he got out recently or something. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, he did. Huh. I know he was turned out several times for parole. I feel like he did. Oh yeah, in uh, November 2015, he's released from custody to ICE already custody then. Wow. State prison. He announced his desire to return. Oh, to yeah, prison. that's right. I remember now. Yeah, that's right. I oh, he was rearrested, though. But, yeah, he's oh, yeah. 49 now, so no comeback. Is no, there were hopes, you know. I remember, like, 20, I don't know, 11 or something, he was considered for parole, and everybody was like, oh, great, maybe he will come back, you know, to boxing. But, no, yeah, they were, you know, he was turned down, so. Yeah, we last out in '99, but he released. He got released in 2020. All and, right. Um, yeah, uh, he was really a, a beast. I mean, he was he. You know, the fight against Tua, what he took in that fight, that was amazing. The punishment. I mean, both took so much punishment and dished out. <laughs> and in the end, they were like nothing happened. You know, in the end of the fight, like they were, they looked fine. You know. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> Such beasts, both guys. Like, and that build, you know, 
he's obviously yeah one of those Samoan guys, judging by his name or Tongan maybe. Yeah, I had to uh, check him out. Give me, um, hey, check out uh, Rodolfo if you haven't. Um, Faith Favor, it's uh, F A E F A I B A. She's like a she's like a female version of Tyson. Stylistically, yeah. she looks. Her style yeah. is very much also, like Tyson's. Yeah. yeah also, she, there's yeah a son of Kelly Meehan. You know, you remember him, Kelly Meehan. Kelly Meehan. Yes. No, I yeah, remember Kelly. I don't know how they they pronounce it. He fought Rahman and Raymond uh, Brewster and those guys. Oh, yeah. uh, his yeah, son yeah. is fighting now, and we will see on the field so far. <laughs> so that's so. Doesn't matter. You haven't heard of him. <laughs> no, I haven't heard that. of him. <laughs> strike that. Strike that. <laughs> yeah. I think I got that name right. Faith Favor. But she's a female version of Tyson. She trains up there at uh, Cat Faith. School Boxing Gym. And, uh, Faith Favor. Faith Favor. How do you say it? I could have had the Faith wrong. But yeah, the Favor <laughs> is her last name. Faith Favor. Fifi, yeah, she's also Samoan. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's Samoan. She's from strong uh, people. Samoan. Yeah, very strong. <laughs> but yeah, if you look up a video of her, Rodolfo, yeah, her style uh, is very eerie, similar to Tyson's, and uh, she's into it. It's like that peekaboo style, and she trains yeah. that cat skills, so that makes it fitting. Uh, I need to check in on her uh, to see uh, see how she's doing. Hmm. Maybe set up an interview or something. Want to do an yeah. interview next time around here, Slavin? With who? I don't With... know. Five, five, uh... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, why not? Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do that. most of the talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of nervous with women. <laughs> Female. <laughs> no, but, yeah, nervous. check out. I might need to make a video of her. Uh, how good or who is Faye Faber? Video. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. She's probably. She's probably. She still has to work on some things. She lost uh, um, one of her fights last year or the year before. I think it was last I year. I would love. To, <laughs> I would love to meet someone like Alicia Bongarner or uh, you know, like, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, Michaela. Mike. Michaela. Michaela. Oh, <laughs> you want me to set something up? Yeah, good looking ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Get Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia looks nice. <laughs> Come over and holler. Yeah, uh, that's funny. We'll see what's up. Um, you know, maybe, maybe, hey, maybe it happened here. Yeah, but think but, about it. Imagine being married to a boxer. If you get in a bad argument, she just knocks you out. <laughs> you better not piss her off, you know. <laughs> like, you better walk on eggshells, damn it. Yeah. If she's like angry and screaming at you, just all right, all right, please don't hit me, <laughs> don't touch me. Walk on eggshells. That's yeah. funny. But man, yeah, this has been great. Yeah, two hours, two hours. Who'd have thought, you know? Hours, nine hours. Wow. Yeah, you know, I don't know that anyone's gonna sit down and watch the full two hours, but if you <laughs> do and you're still here listening now, you are the man or woman, and we appreciate you. For you sure. are some lazy bugger. <laughs> we, need to, we need to shout you out. Let us know if you watch this whole thing in its entirety. Well, Rodolfo, I guess you technically did. 
Maybe Hardline a good portion of it. Shout out to both of you. Shout out Hardline. Shout out Rodolfo. Shout yeah. out. Rodolfo was really, yeah, here from the very early on, pretty early. <laughs> Shout out my mom. Yeah, she was here. It looked like she's yeah. gone now. Shout out Yo. Vato Loco. Vato Loco. <laughs> and, yeah, shout out Slavin from Boxing Haven. Yeah, sure. Shout out Boz. Boz. Shout out 86 Boxing to a certain Bosnian. degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bosnian. But cool, we're going to jump back in this thing again. Maybe you want to do it next week? You down? Yeah, why not? I think sure. there's probably some stuff coming up. We might do a pre-show. You know, we'll, yeah. see, we'll see how to, any way the wind blows, as they say. Yeah, I was tired yesterday, so yeah, I wasn't up for a pre-show just as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. We're going we're gonna to make it. Uh, the, yeah. oh, oh, my mom was still there. Well, shout out, mom. You're done. You're you're still here. You're not done. Uh, so, but I guess we're done. So appreciate you seeing the entirety of the time. You know. Mm. So, <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Oh yeah, you too. Yeah. See you. Bye bye. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.